Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome along to WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca for the Edamitu Mazda MX-5 Cup. It's great to have you with me. Uh, I'm John Hindhoff in the Global Broadcast Centre and with a bit of luck and a fair wind, we should be able to say hello to Shay Adam enjoying the beautiful weather this weekend at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Hello Shay, how are you? Hello, John. Wonderful here in sunny Northern California in Salinas, just outside of the area for 2.238 miles of WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. The undulations are what this track is known for, but it's the Andretti hairpin that people have to negotiate first. Tricky turn two, then a long run. Turn six is another action spot where lots of people are trying to take advantage because there's now more pavement out of turn five. But it's the corkscrew that is the defining feature of this track, turn eight and turn 8A, running all the way down through turn nine, which has been another place where track limits have been an issue this weekend. And then finally, turn 11, the long run onto the front straight. That is where people will need to get a good punch out, especially in the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup cars. So, well, it's been a brilliant season so far. We'll give you the grid in just a moment, but share Adam, give us the quick rundown of the point structure and how it stands as we come here. We've got a, a bit of an odd one this weekend because the championship leader who starts in fifth, which is Connor Zillich, he's not doing the full season, so he needs to really get some more points in the bag. He's focused on one thing today, John, and that is winning the race and taking the fastest lap to try and gain an extra 10 points because Gresham Wagner clawing his way back into this championship. Connor Zilich with the lead, 1,200. In second is Aaron John Salm, starting second on the grid as well with 1140 points. And then third, Celine Roland, who starts fourth on the grid with 1,050 points. In fourth, it's Wagner, as noted. And then in fifth, Sam Paley, who's starting sixth. So the top five in the championship are in the top six as far as we are concerned for the start of today's race. Let's take a look at how they line up. 26 starters. Uh, Glenn, at McGee did, Glenn McGee did not put a time in. And Shea Adam has new on, news on that. Glenn McGee missed his flight coming out, so he was not here for any of the practice. And then yesterday, he managed to break an axle before he even set a lap time. So he will be starting at the back of the pack. 25th, he is joined by Heather Hadley, the Mazda scholarship winner from last year, as far as the women are concerned, starting in 24th position, Hannah Zellers and Grant West just beside her. 22nd is Max Opalski, who looked a lot more promising in the beginning stages of qualifying, but ultimately not getting in that fast lap. And beside him, Jean Jodouin. In 20th position, it is Peter Atwater. 19th is Zane Hodgson. 18th, Woody Hyman making his 27th consecutive series start in the uh, 
17th position. Sorry, I lost my place there for a second. Anthony McIntosh, 16th, is Jeremy Fletcher running for Rookie of the Year. He's got a fellow Rookie of the Year beside him. That's Jonathan Newdorf. And as we come towards the front of the grid, the top seven rows have Bruno Smolewski and Hernan Palermo in 13th and 14th position respectively for Hickson Motorsport and Spark Performance. It's a full row of Spark Performance drivers ahead of them on row 6. The 33 is Alex Bashura. He loves to race through a field. Bryce Corner is alongside him uh, on... Uh, the, the next row forward, Tom, Thomas Anunciata, not the best rookie in ninth position for Hickson Motorsports. He's got Matthew Dirks alongside him for McCombie McAleer Racing. It's one row further ahead where we find our leading qualifier for the rookies in seventh position. Nate Cicero for McCombie McAleer Racing and Robert Noeker Racing has Robert Noeker in position number eight. Third row, Connor Zilic, championship leader for Hickson Motorsport, but will Nick miss? The next six races only comes back for Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. Sam Paley, former rookie of the year. So two former rookies of the year there on row three. Sam racing this year for McCombie McAleer Racing. On to the front two rows. Jared Thomas, the number 96. JTR, former championship winner with Celine Roland, the number 87 for Hickson Motorsports alongside. Gresham Wagner, another former champion for Spark Performance on pole position. And with him is Aaron Johnson in the number 24 JTR Motorsports Engineering machine. So there we have the official Mazda starting grid for the Inamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodridge. It's a big weekend and there's something just intrinsically correct about the Mazda MX-5s at a circuit that down through the years has been so well linked with that particular brand. So we'll wait for them to come round and start this race. It is a 45-minute race, which is actually quite a long race. I was talking to Connor Zilic on Midweek Motorsport on Wednesday, uh, and he was saying there will undoubtedly be an element of tyre management here because the fact of the surface being so... Uh, slippery and also abrasive. So we'll wait for the MX-5 safety car to pull in. I love the fact that it runs in the old uh, prototype colours. And a very colourful, bright, shiny field of cars. Uh, led by Gresham Wagner. is about to come to the starting line. Green flag is in the air for the first of two races at WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca for Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres. Down towards the first corner, the pool sitter gets to the inside and Wagner defending from Aaron Johnson and Jared Thomas. Celine Roland trying to make up a position there, but it is the orange bonnet with the green flashes. That's the number five car. Really nice start by Jared Thomas, who's followed the Pullman through into second place. They're in turn number four now. Almost flat through there. Sam Peely in the bright blue car. The number 24. Uh, excuse me, uh, Aaron Johnson 
in the blue, number 24, in third position. Sam Paley's dropped back a couple of spots, I think. As they head up to turn five and already a car off the circuit further back down through the field. Side by side through turn six. The number 76 is Matthew Dirks and Alex Petura and Bryce Cornet in close company there. Down through the corkscrew and really for the first time. And it's still Gresham Wagner who leads out. He's under pressure though from Aaron John Sarman. Jared Thomas wasn't it that came through in the second, but Thomas is having to defend himself from the number 24, the blue and white car in second of those battling cars behind the leader. Then it's uh, Connor Zilich who's made up a couple of places. So as they go uh, across the line, Wagner, Thomas, Jansson, Zilich, Salim Roland, Sam Paley in six, Thomas Annunziata. Is the best of the rookies. He's got ahead of Nate Cicero on that opening lap. Then Robert Neuiger, Alex Pashura for the top ten. And there was a little bit of bump and grind, I think, at turn five for the first time. And they head up the hill. Still with... Our Paul man. The top, well, still the top ten together here. This is absolutely half the course. Oh, big drift into turn six by the leader. That's not going to do his rear. BF Goodrich is any good whatsoever. So a hectic couple of laps at the start of this race, Shay Adam. And yet, we still have the top ten pretty much together. <laughs> and the top five, John, are those championship leaders that we thought would be there. Gresham Wagner, Jared Thomas up into second, around Aaron Johnson, Connor, Connor Zilich in third, and then Celine Roland hanging on. As It looks like Gresham Wagner's car not handling well at all, as the incident is under review between Hernan Palermo and car number 85. That would be Brunus Malewski. Still well over 40 minutes to go here. A little bit of a gap after the first 10. Jared Thomas has got the fastest lap share, and that, that, is, that is points, and, and that is potential folding money. So every point counts. 10 points, real cash money. End of the season, we're looking at $250,000 for the championship winner, 85 grand for second, 50 grand for third. But the bigger thing that the drivers are thinking about right now, John, if you win today's race, that's six grand. That buys you a really nice dinner in Monterey. <laughs> Even in Monterey, that would buy him a very yes. nice dinner. $1.2 million to be handed out over the course of the season. Half of that in the championship positional, the final positions. 250000 I think it drops to eighty, does doesn't it? 85, 85. for a second. All right, well, what's 5000 
between amongst friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just another good dinner out on the Monterey it's Peninsula. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, John, that I was talking to a bunch of these drivers yesterday. It's not the dinner that they're concerned about. It's the ice cream. It's the dessert. And particularly with Woody Hyman and Jared Thomas and Aaron Johnson, the JTR engineering crew, they have every ice cream joint picked out on the schedule. And that's what they're looking forward to when going to these tracks. Isn't that wonderful? It, it, sounds, it sounds like a plan. Uh, our day departed friend and ruler would have approved uh, of that. Life's short, eat dessert first. Indeed so. Side by side at the final corner between the number 72 of Connor Zilich and the number 24 of Aaron Johnson. Johnson in the blue car to the outside, oh. the right-hand side as he goes across the line. They're down towards the first corner. Celine Roland following him through in the other Hickson car. So the two green cars ganging up just a little bit there on Aaron Johnson and he drops a couple of positions here. Totally, that's what happened there. Aaron Johnson getting strung out, separated from his teammate, Jared Thomas. Now by, well, Connor Zilich and trying for Celine Rolland as he drops a wheel coming through turn three. You don't want to do that too many times. Be up Goodrich, our wonderful off-roading tires, but Celine, keep them on the paved stuff, please. As now, Celine has lost a little bit of his momentum and here comes Sam Paley in the MMR machine number 28. Sam Paley, former rookie of the year, no stranger to sitting out ahead and mixing it up with the guys at the front of the field. Now this is dangerous. This is really dangerous for those following because Connor Zilic up to third, but a bit of a gap beginning to, just beginning to open up with Gresham Wagner and Tom, uh, Jared Thomas. Now early on in the race, the drivers even from different teams, they'll tell you they quite like, if they can break that big pack share, down from 10 to 8 to 5 to 3 and now to 2, 3 or 4 that would be absolutely job done in the first half of the race and I was talking with Jared Thomas about this yesterday because he feels like this track oh no, is uh, that is Newdorf, Jonathan Newdorf slow on the run out of the out of 16th that. position he's got a, a mechanical problem I think the car is, yeah. is hopping along and this could bring out the safety car now has he been off the track no it just seemed to stop on him there that's really unusual in that bright orange and black car he stayed out of harm's way very gentlemanly good heads up driving by jonathan but i don't think he's going to get that car back it's almost as if he's out of fuel clearly he couldn't be because we're barely seven minutes into the race now race control are letting this run he may be able to get to a place of safety but that looks like the car is He's barely ticking over, or maybe he's stuck in a high gear. I wonder if he's stuck in a high gear and he just can't get the car to rev. That's brilliant, brilliant work by Jonathan getting off the circuit there. And the top two are now a top trio as they head up to that part of the circuit that Jonathan has just managed to vacate. Wonderful effort from Jonathan. I give him a round of applause for that. Came into today's race third in the Rookie of the Year standings and had gone purple through Sector 1 before that issue, Johnson. He was flying out there on the track, but now purple and fastest lap of the race. That goes the way of our championship leader, Connor Zilich. So that was in his quest to get to the front of the field. Which he has now done. Yeah, he's bridged the gap. And looks like Sam Paley and Aaron Johnson are trying to get there as well. Aaron's the next one to try and hook 
back on to the lead three to make it a quartet. Then oh, no. Big penalty just came through from race control. John Jeremy Fletcher, another man who is trying to get that rookie of the year honor. Drive-through penalty, incident responsibility with Bruno Smolewski. That was very early on in the race. Well done to Jonathan Nerdorf, who managed to get through one of the orange overlaps. You talk about it a lot in the, the driver briefings. Uh, sometimes you get the feeling that some drivers don't always pay full attention to those, Shea Adam. But uh, obviously Jonathan did, and the orange overlap means there is a gap to be able to get your car out of harm's way, and that's been done very nicely indeed there by Jonathan. Another big slide by Gresham Wagner as he tries to pull away from the front of the field. Jared Thomas, Connor Zilich, Aaron Johnson, the number 24 in fourth position. Almost on the back there and Zilich has gone through. Zilich has gone through in the second. And off at turn six, six and a half really, uh, was who there did a bit of off-roading on those BF Goodrich tyres. Was, th was that was that Matthew Dirks that went off there with Bryce Corney? We'll see who drops down the field. It was in that... Oh, no. It was the bright red... All I saw was the dust behind. And... See if we can pick up which car it was here. Any? It was Sam Paley. It was Sam Paley, you're right. The 28 car. I am so used to him running black or blue. And he's in I red know. this year. Well, and Matthew Dirks today is in silver. I, I know, shouldn't be allowed. That throws us off even more. It shouldn't be allowed. Now, I trust Gresham Wagner. He knows how to win here. He did it the last two times we raced here. But is he using his tires too soon? I think so. And Connor Zilich is going, I want to lead because guess what? There are points for leading the most laps as well. And right now, Connor Zilich has led more laps than anyone else this season. 41 to his name coming into today's race. Next in class, that would be Aaron Johnson on 18. Big difference. Very big difference indeed. And the change of lead there at the hairpin. And the Andretti name attached to that hairpin. Those with long memories will remember when that didn't exist and she just went straight up the hill from there to the corkscrew pretty much. Yeah, Connor Zilic defending on the inside in the number five Mazda with the orange hood but just drifted out of the apex and Connor Zilic says thanks very much I'm going through let, let me lead him for a little while at the corkscrew still Jared Thomas in third in that distinctive red car with the yellow FIA approved rollover cage as all of these machines have all track limits there for Gresham Wagner coming down through rainy curve turn nine and this Top four in two groups of two, but they're almost together. And frustratingly, I would think, for fifth place, Nate Cicero, who, by the way, is back at the front of the rookies because Thomas Anunziata has dropped back. And not sure what's happened to Thomas, but he was on lap two or three at least, leading the rookies, having come through from just uh, outside the top ten. It's been a good race for Nate Cicero. He's up into... Fifth position in that McCombie McAneer racing. Hickson, Spark, JTR, JTR, McCombie, Hickson, Robert Noaker racing, McCombie, Spark, and Hickson for the top 10. So you can see the teams 
that we call our super teams here. And fair play, fair play indeed to Robert Neuinger in that uh, Singleton entered car for being amongst some of the biggest teams in this championship. For sure, and Captain Line back to St. Pete. It was a rough weekend for McCombie McElroy Racing with three out of their four cars comprehensively wrecked. The team, which had to replace eight frame rails, not to mention four doors between those three cars, getting everything repaired to come out here. Nate Cicero thanking them by being the best running of their cars right now in the fifth position. That was supposed to be their quote-unquote summer break, John. It didn't happen that way. Who needs holidays? They are overrated. Yeah. It's absolutely overrated. I would say, by the way, that Jeremy Fletcher has brought his Copeland Motorsport Master MX-5 in to serve his penalty for incident responsibility with that uh, contact earlier on. So he has done that. That was uh, with the... What was that? That was number 85, uh, wasn't it? Uh, Bruno yeah. Smolevsky for Hicks and Motorsport. Top three across the line. Complete lap number eight. And head down to the first corner. That top four are just beginning to eat out a decent gap. It's nearly two seconds now to Nate Cicero, who leads the chasing pack from Celine Roland, whose pace has dropped off a wee bit in this middle part of the race, then knowing and then oh. Sam Pearley. Roland's gotten around Cicero. Yes, John. he now has. Let's see if he can drag back up to the leading group. Remember, this is Celine Roland's year. He feels that this is his opportunity to come through and win this championship after many years of finishing in the top three. But Celine Roland has now obtained his commercial pilot's license. It's time for him to move on in the world and get a real job that takes him away from racing. He's bummed about that, but he's also excited for the future. But Celine knows this is his year, and he feels that he can do it. He currently is third in points, and he is well within the distance of striking. The multicolored car in fifth position. Celine Roland for Hickson. Let's see if he can close that little gap. Nice and smooth run for the leaders. It always puts me in mind when these races break up and then come back together again, it puts me in mind of a of a grand tour cycle race where you get a breakaway and then if the chasing group work together and don't hold each other up use the arrow then you can close them down and that's what those two need to do now with Celine Roland now in fifth position so he goes across the line then Nate Cicero Robert Newick is about another second behind he's not quite in the draft I think they're catching that lead quartet very gently oh. ah, and there is the number 76 Normally in the uh, Air Force colours and the camouflage colours, but Matthew Dirks from Akumbi Makalia Racing is well off the circuit down at the final corner. Now that's an odd one because he's, it almost looks like he's gone straight on and the full course yellow surely must come out and does come yep. out with just on 29 minutes still to go. That's a very odd one. I would be surprised if he had not got some assistance to be there interesting new color scheme he's still got all the rivets on the car but it has changed <laughs> has changed color oh no he lost that oh. very early in the piece going backwards into the gravel and he's not driving that one out of there 
No, well, he tried, and all it did was dug the back end down. So he's he's retained his USAF sort of World War II uh, livery, but changed it to a silver rather than the camouflage brown or gr brownie green that he normally runs in for this weekend. It, it's a P51 instead of a B17, I would say. Yeah, now, very good. Uh, he's, yeah. he's evolved his World War II fighters and uh, in that era of uh, aircraft, which is quite honestly a good thing. I, I like this silver on the car, and it looks really good in person, too, up close. But, yes, this has brought out a safety car, which groups the field back up together. And the guy who's happy to see this is actually Connor Zilich because it means that he now has a better chance of retaining the 10 bonus points for leading the most laps. The slower we're going behind the safety car, the fewer laps we're going to complete in this race. Connor Zilich has already knocked up quite a few laps to his name. He's got about eight laps leading the race. He's going to be very happy because it means that other people have less of a chance of making eight laps leading the race. I wonder as well if this will perhaps help the tyres, uh, particularly of Gresham Wagner, who seemed to have gone just a, a little bit early and taken a bit too much out of his BF Goodridge uh, tyres. It, uh, they make fantastic race tyres. Uh, but this is a long race at uh, 45 minutes is uh, a, a long race for these cars they have to start full of racing fuel uh, and jonathan uh, neudorf up at the top of the hill has an opportunity at uh, the top of the corkscrew maybe to get a lift back down i think he's uh, left his helmet he's got the emr IMSA Rapid Response Porsche Cayenne up there, but that won't be able to go off station, but he's managed to find a bottle of, of water. So very pleased that Jonathan of Hickson Motorsport, one of the rookies, as you said, um, he's managed to find a bottle of water and he's wandering back to where he parked the car. That was, you know what? I, I, it's terribly disappointing when you go off circuit or you, or you have a problem like that. It didn't look like it was of his own making, Shea. But what really considerate and heads-up driving by Jonathan Neudorf as a, as a rookie driver in this season, series as well. Yeah, and he only started racing a couple of years ago at the age of 23. Jonathan's had a rough year so far in the first races of the championship at Daytona 25th, St. Pete at DNF in the first race. But then he's finished ninth in each of the race twos. So hopefully Jonathan can keep that going and walk away with a little bit of money from tomorrow's race. That would be a very nice uh, and fitting resolution for the young man who clearly is very heads up and deserves to be in this series. So it'll take just, I think, to the end of this lap because the good news is that uh, Matthew Dirks, although he's dropped a lap, is rolling again. He's heading through turn five at the moment as Connor Zilic in the green, blue and black machines comes to restart. The green flag's in the air with 25 minutes and 26 seconds to go. We're back racing and that long 25 car train heads down towards turn one coming from a long way back. Jared Thomas closes in on the two leaders. He's in the red car with the yellow rollover cage. And behind him, it is the 24 of Aaron Johnson in the blue car. Then Celine and Roland. And that top five immediately have opened up a couple of cars lengths between themselves and Nate Cicero. And this is what we expected the 
guys at the front of the field, once they are all back together, who's going to use tyres, who's going to save, save tyres? Robert Neuinger and Sam Paley having a decent scrap as well. Paley in the number 28 machine in the black and white car of Robert Neuinger is the 13 in the black and white car, excuse me, Sam Paley in the red car. And Neuinger just ahead of Paley at the moment in seventh, then Anunziata, the second of the rookies, and Alex Bouchura, the spark performance. Quite surprised that Alex hasn't made better, uh, better moves forwards. He's normally loves to have a bit of a scrap in the midfield. He is, and he's one of those drivers that puts his elbows out and goes very well here at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca in the past. He's got quite a few starts under his belt, but given time, Don Alex Bashiro will move up as Robert Nowicker goes way off course at turn 10, now has to get readjusted and get set up because Nate Cicero smelled blood in the water, but he's on the wrong side to try and do the over-under. Cross the line. Top five, pretty much equidistant, and a little gap. Back to Sam Pearley. Haven't really seen Gresham Wagner shape up for a, a determined pass for the lead at the moment. He seems fairly happy to be following Connor Zilic. He knows, of course, that Connor isn't in the championship for the full season as we've got a spinner for the number six, the 26 JTR car. 15th position for the green-fronted car of Peter Atwater. And that's coming out of the first two corners, might have lost that on his own, might have got a wee tap from, was it Anthony McIntosh, I think, behind him. Ooh, he hasn't got that car started. He's found the uh, windscreen wiper, but that car for the moment. Oh, no, as I, as I say that, what a lovely, what a lovely shade of green that is the, on the front of that car. Shame we had to see it when he was turning back in to point in the right direction. Change for second place at the top of the hill. Jared Thomas for JTR gets up the inside of uh, Gresham, uh, Gresham Wagner, who was shaping for the pass for the lead, funny enough. Typical, eat a bit too much to MX5 share. You try to attack and all of a sudden you forget to defend. <laughs> and what a decisive, brilliant pass by our championship winner from the last year on the championship winner the year before. Jared Thomas making the move early, showing the nose, showing his intent. Gresham Wagner leaving him room, it does need to be said, but a great move from Jared Thomas to go up into the second place and now he can look forward and try and get around Connor Zilich. Still 22 minutes of this contest to go. So just under half of the race remaining. We started with 45 on the clock and we're doing this again later in the weekend. Remember, we tend to think that race one, the drivers are a little more circumspect and careful because they've got to save the machinery for race two of the weekend. At the moment, Connor Zilic, championship leader, will extend his lead and he'll put another $6,000 into his bank account. He's stretched out to almost a full second there, about three quarters of a second as he comes out of turn number five. He's got the fastest lap as well. That's more points for his championship. But remember, he's going to find it hard in a championship that is so tight with the top six coming into this race today within a single race victory uh, of that championship lead. 
So he's gonna he's gonna really do well to stay anywhere even in the top ten here and get some championship moolah by the end of the season. Yeah, and it's true because tenth place does pay five thousand dollars. So you do want to make it up within that top ten to get some kind of thank you for running cleanly throughout the entirety of the year. Connor Zilic is gonna have a really hard time doing that after missing six races, but he's done everything so far that he needs to do to try and gain every additional point. The problem is. As you mentioned, the people chasing in the championship, they are super competitive as well. And even back down into the 11th place in the championship. So one position out, that's Robert Noaker. Yeah. Noaker's in seventh right now. He's continuing to gain points. Gresham Wagner trying to fight back on the number 96 of Jared Thomas coming out of turn two. And it's almost three. Mazda MX-5 is wide into turn three as the number 24 of Aaron Johnson and JTR Motorsports Engineering sneaks the nose up the inside. He's on the quarter panel. He's ahead going into turn four. And he will take that position, slightly ushering that Gresham Wagner car, excuse me, that uh, 87 Salim Roland car off onto the dirt. Roland fights back at turn five. So this is the battle for fourth position. And great news for Connor Zilic because this fighting, this scrapping behind Shea Adam is allowing him to open up his lead. It's creating a gap, and this is what we were worried about. Well, not us, the drivers at the head of the field. They know that there is potential here for a potential one-second advantage, maybe even more. Gaps that we don't see in this series. Normally at the line, they're separated by three-fifths and nothing at all. Well, today, that could be a little bit different, and that's exactly what Connor Zilich is hoping for. But you mentioned Aaron Johnson battling with Celine Roland. He's trying to get to the podium because for Aaron, this is a more meaningful race weekend he's got a new sponsor on the side of his car turn two which is a driving club that he is the race director for they race here at weathertech raceway laguna seca sonoma and thunder hill it started out with 30 members they now have nine of these cup cars and it just keeps growing and growing so for aaron johnson a lot of interest a lot of pressure and a lot of people cheering him on this weekend as robert noaker is now looking very closely at the back of san paley trying to steal yet another position he's looking at six Nate Cicero right in behind that battle he's in eighth but he could easily be in sixth in the next couple of corners depending on what goes on ahead of him I'd say even as we stand at the moment I'm not I'm not writing out that Nate Cicero out of this he's sitting down in eighth position but only just on four seconds behind the leader and if these three who are coming through turn five now headed by the uh, red metallic number 28 of Sam Paley if they get their heads together I would not be surprised that they can close in on that four car train behind Aaron Johnson leaders have now become five actually Johnson's on the back of Celine Roland and Roland has dragged up to the back of Gresham Wagner and it all gets there and immediately tries to have a look down the inside of the Spark Performance Machine. Down through turn 10. Oh, a mistake by Gresham Wagner. Dropped his left hand side. BF Goodridge is into the dirt. Has to go defensively to the middle of the road at the final left hander at turn 11. And here comes the 24 of Aaron Johnson. Came out, maybe came out of the slipstream just a moment too early, but I think he had to, otherwise he was going to run into the back of Celine Roland. 
<laughs> yeah, that would have been a serious drag in the brake moment as Rolon is forced to the inside, actually goes on the pit exit. Not sure race control is going to look too favorably on that, especially if the pass gets made, which it now does. Gresham Wagner going far too deep into turn two, now finds himself a victim of Aaron Johnson as well. Uh, Johnson just repelled for the moment. We, we noted, didn't we, at the front of the field when the number five car was sliding it's bf goodrich is around this is a very slippery but yet abrasive server people think that grippy's grippy surfaces are good and they are as we change positions once in and once out of the turn five left-hander but when you start sliding the car around the issue becomes you overheat the surface of the tyre and it's really really difficult to get it back and that's what Gresham Wagner's found out he's dropped down now behind the number 24 of John Sommer but pulls off a brilliant manoeuvre at the top of the hill into the corkscrew now down through Rainey I'm not writing again not writing Gresham Wagner out of this but it's so hard shit to get your tyres back once you have have overheated them. The intake of breath from Shea Adam was for Celine Roland going down the inside to retake fourth position. Manages to get it done for a moment. We have three masters across the track. Roland then will cross the line in fourth. Check that, he'll be in third at the end of this lap. So he has moved up a position, but that really doesn't tell the story of what went on around that 2.238 miles between the three cars battling for third, fourth and fifth. It's still Zilic by 1.1 seconds now from Jared Thomas, who's got another two seconds on the battle for third, which is now not just heating up, it's boiling over. Gresham Wagner with the bit between his teeth, John, very clearly driving a brand new car. It was planned to get one for him from before this race. He's making the car's debut and he is driving aggressive. This is the Gresham Wagner that we've seen in years past. This is what resulted in him winning a championship and Gresham wants to win today's race. Remember, this is a timed race and we've still got a little under a quarter of an hour to go. 14 minutes and 25 seconds still to run and that incident earlier between Celine Roland and Gresham Wagner is under review race control taking a look at all the angles that they've got they're still duking it out at the top of the hill oh this is marvellous stuff this is why the IMSA paddock comes to a complete standstill when the Intimate 2 Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres is on the track if it's anywhere near a meal break. Oh, big, big slide by Wagner again. And he's on the dirt. It's turn 10. Now, that will really mess up his grip coming out of turn 11. If it's anywhere near a meal break, people will get to the hospitality units. They'll get to the catering and sit down in front of the screens and watch this. If they're not, they'll be on the pit wall on the top of the pit building because this is close quarters combat, four-wheel style. Wagner somehow has held on to that third position shit and I'm not in entirely certain why why and how he's been able to do that. He's fighting a tremendous rear guard action, but Nuica, Peely and Cicero are going to join these guys in the next lap or so.
that was the second consecutive lap that Gresham Wagner had done four wheels off at the exit of turn 10 and somehow managed to keep the speed going. He is clobbering the curbs. He is running over every surface that he could possibly find. And that's what it takes to stay ahead of someone like Celine Roland, who is a seasoned veteran in this championship, knows how to get it done, and now is looking down the inside of Gresham Wagner once again, but can't make it stick into turn six. Oh, it's Gresham Wagner off, off at six. He gets the slide, he gets the tank slapper, put the BF Goodrich tyres into the dirt, and he's dropped behind. Well down, he's gone behind Sam Paley. He's been struggling for grip as well in the number seven car. So that's dropped him down to seventh position. Now, is that the cork out of the bottle? Or can Robert get in the black and white number 13, can he get onto the back of the number 24, Aaron Johnson, and bring with him uh, Sam Paley and Nate Cicero? In fact, actually, it's Cicero now ahead uh, of Sam Paley. So Paley's dropped back. I think he's struggling oh. for grip as well. Turn seven was where it all went wrong. Uh, turn six, excuse me. Turn oh, six, yeah. Hit the inside curb. And that was what put Gresham Wagner offline. Far too close to the inside curb with his left front BF Goodrich. The car bottomed out there. There is a depression, a compression there. And I don't think it's, I mean, he's been controlling that car brilliantly with grip that is clearly diminishing. And he's going to have a job on his hands in the next 11 and a half minutes. But that frees up now the number 87 of Celine Roland and Aaron Johnson in this battle for third. Then Neuinger in the black, white and purple car. He's up to fifth. Then Cicero's the top rookie in sixth. And Sam Paley, who I think also has been struggling for grip, reports of him sliding around and drifting off track, which is very odd for Sam because he's normally a very smooth driver indeed. He's just at the back of the pack in the second of the red metallic cars in this little group. Second of the MMR cars, which means, John, if they can work with Robert Noaker or even just stay within themselves, they can make it back up to this front pack. But the problem is Connor Zilich is a second clear of Jared Thomas, who is 4.3 seconds ahead of Celine Roland and Aaron Johnson. Bear in mind, we normally count winning margins in Edemitsu Master MX-5 by 0 .0 something of a second. And more than the odd once or twice, it's been 0, .00 something of a second. To have a full second between the first two cars is absolutely extraordinary. Now, that said, we've still got 10 and a half minutes to go. Oh, now, third place, Celine Roland. Track limits warning. So he is under scrutiny, and if he transgresses again, he will be down the pit lane for a drive-through. So now, what can Aaron Johnson do to push him into a mistake? Meantime, at the front of the field, Conor Zilic had a second. It's now closed down. Where did that second go, Shea Adam, for Conor Zilic? Wait. Well, that's what I'm just asking. How did that happen? Because we were just talking about the fact that Zilich was one point, what, two seconds clear of Jared Thomas. Now it's gone. It is point two of a second between the lead and then Celine Roland and Aaron Johnson. This could be exactly what Celine Roland needed because this could take the speed away from the leading two. Connor Zilich now has to worry about Jared Thomas. Just wonder if though that second group stop stop fighting against themselves and between themselves can they 
pull onto the back of the lead pair. 141.5 last time around for Connor Zilic, a 40.7 from Jared Thomas. Well, there's the answer. Yeah. Three quarters of a second right there. And it's nothing now. The gap is not even a quarter of an MX5. Great battles for the lead, for third and for fifth. Groups of cars. Not the big pack battle for the lead that we sometimes see here. Down towards the first corner. 21 laps into this race. 45 minutes we started with on the clock. And that gap between the first two and the second two, nearly five seconds now. That said, we've seen stranger things happen. Oh, we've got, yeah. oh, now we've got a four-car battle. Four-car battle for the last two spots. The last spot on the podium, excuse me. At the moment, it's Celine Roland who'd be stepping onto the third-place podium position. Neuerke, for the first time this year. Yes. Neuerke has, I think, driven really sensibly here. He's taken his time to get back to this group. And I wonder if he's been saving a little bit of performance for the end of this race. Seven and three quarter minutes to go. Zilic and Jared Thomas battling for the lead at a five second gap between four cars oh. now battling for third position. Shit, Adam. Jared Thomas hanging the tail out at the top of the corkscrew, managing to keep the front wheels pointing in the right direction. And he is desperate to try and catch up to Connor Zilic and get a win. It's been a rough start to the season for our defending championship winner in car number 96. That's Jared Thomas from JTR Motorsport Engineering. Got the win in the second race of Daytona, but at St. Pete, a 13th and a DNF to go with his other ninth place finish. That's resulted in him being eighth in the championship coming into today's race. Jared Thomas needs more wins to try and climb up further and to get that real cash money that we've been talking about, John. Yeah. Checks handed out. This is, we're not talking about contingency. No, no stipulation. No, take it, take it and run off to the Caribbean and buy yourself a boat if you want to. Do as, That's what I've been saying. Yeah, I don't know. Do as uh, Jared Thomas did. He's basically, he's built himself a little race team empire, hasn't he? Got a GT4 car now as well. Yep, with his dad, Dave. And uh, Dave, actually, with the brilliant idea, hey, there's an SVRA race meeting the week before we're here for this race. Let's come out. Let's do some testing. Let's do some running. And that's exactly what they did with all four of their drivers and cars. So getting lots of relevant information for today's race. And look, it's paid off. Two of the top four cars, they're JTR Motorsport Engineering cars. It is uh, an open book at JTR. Spoke to Jared at, at Daytona at the start of the season when he was doing double duty. Not doing the full pilot challenge season with that uh, AMG GT4 car, but uh, putting more than a tour in the water with actually uh, another driver from the season, Anthony McIntosh, uh, this series. There's another JTR driver sitting in 17th at the moment in the number 69 guys having a decent scrap with Glenn McGree whose weekend can only get better from what she was seeing earlier on but at the front there's again what is it 
five car lengths. If you were a spotty, it'd be saying by five across the line. But Jared Thomas closes in. It's the accordion effect as they come under the brakes. Huge dive to the inside. The defensive move from the number 87, Celine Rolland in the multicolored Hickson car. He's in third. He wants to keep third. Aaron Johnson in the dark blue and silver. Number 24 for JTR. He wants that third place. Noyek is still with this watching brief. Staying about a car, a car and a half away. Now, has he got the place, pace to close in? Or is this that as close as he wants to be? That's the question for me. Side by side, Johnson down the inside into turn five. Rubbing, not quite. Oh, but we're off the circuit for the number 87. Onto that new piece of tarmac. And Newark is trying to take advantage there. Well, now he is right on the rear bumper of Celine Roland as Aaron Johnson is up into third position. How will that be seen by race control? As he went all four BF Goodrich tyres off the circuit there, and he's made a mistake at the top of the corkscrew. Here comes Roland again, it'll be side by side. Through Rainey, there was a little hip check there. But the Hickson car was on the wrong side, and now you've got to ask yourself, has Aaron Johnson cooked his BF Goodrich tyres? Because that car doesn't look anywhere near as well planted as it did a lap or so ago, Shea Adam, as they come into turn 11. No, it doesn't, but I also think that Aaron Johnson couldn't see Celine Roland because their contact side to side pushed in Johnson's right side mirror. No it spot. also pushed in Celine's left side mirror, but Celine reached out and righted that option. So right now, Johnson driving effectively one eye blind. Yeah, and you really do need to be able to see around you here. The leaders continue their scrap, and it's still Connor Zilich from Jared Thomas, but all of the action is for the last step on the podium. Dark blue and silver car. Aaron Johnson for JTR. Could we have two JTRs on the podium? That's how it stands just at the moment. Nate Cicero, I remember seeing what seems like two days ago, probably half an hour ago, that Nate Cicero, who at that point I think was in eighth or ninth position, was not out of this fight. He's sitting in sixth at the moment. He can see a spot on the podium. He can see third place from where he is right now. As the leaders have closed up again, I reckon another couple of laps here and that'll be it. We're doing 140s at the moment. There's 2.34 to go. Depend when they get to the line as to whether it's one more lap or two. Or should I say well, two more laps or three? The difference that you were just talking about there, John, oh. between sixth and third for Cicero, yes, it's a trophy, but it's also a $3,000 difference because he gets one grand if he finishes sixth. He gets four if he oh. finishes on the podium. Yeah, tell me that that is uh, not a carrot being dangled and motivation for anybody. He's easily the best uh, rookie, by the way. His nearest challenger there is Thomas Anunziata who did get ahead of him early on, but he's dropped back to 10th and not really made up any space. And in fact, he's having a cracking battle there with Bruno Smoleski for second in the rookies. That's the two Hicks and Motorsport teammates in 10th and 11th. The 10 and 85 car, we'll check that out in a moment, but we really can't take our eyes off this battle for first and second, and then third on down. Two to go is what we're hearing from race control. Now, Aaron Johnson, has he got performance left? in his tyres and still by the way 
we've got Robert Newick yeah? just got yeah I'm still here I'm just I'm sitting in sixth I'm, I'm just I'm here everything's fine I'm in fifth now that's that's great I can still see a podium spot he just doesn't seem to be engaging in any of the fights here and, and maybe that's the right thing nope. to do that's exactly what it is. He's sort of sitting there going, okay, I'm fine. I'll wait until the opportunity arises. And that is the difference between winning a race or winning a championship. You're taking the points that are on offer and then some. That's what we're seeing from this man. Oh, Zillitz, very sideways through the corkscrew. Managed to, <laughs> managed to, uh, I apologize for this, but managed to bottle it all up and uh, get it pointing in the right I'll get my coat. Uh, get a pointing in the right direction. And in fact, if anything, we may have actually taken a little bit of room, out, a little bit of space out of Jared Thomas in the 96, who drops his wheels off the left-hand side of the circuit. And it's not just the, the bump of dropping off the edge of the curb there at Turn 10. It's the coming back on and the damage that can do to the inside shoulder of your tyres. White flag in the air. 2.238 miles for Conor Zilic, championship leader. This is his last race weekend in this championship until the final two races at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. He's going off to TA2 in Trans Am where he's got a full season commitment as part of the Chevy Young Driver Development Program. But he's going to extend his lead and bank another $6,000 as it stands at the moment as again a mistake by Jared Thomas at turn four this time he was out on the dirty part of the track Thomas now can mount maybe one more charge he's got to be super clean through turn six and close up towards the top of the hill oh, he's getting turning oversteer as soon as he tries to get that dark red Mazda to turn in the back end wants to overtake the front, but he's closer now. Nail the breaking point here. Get a good exit. They both do. The little two-litre engines singing away. They're absolutely street stock, sealed by Mazda Sport. One more chance, maybe. Got to keep it on the track at turn 10, Zilich in the JTR, number 96. And he does, but he's not going to be close enough. It will be the championship leader for Hickson out of turn 11 and the first of two races this weekend goes the way of Hickson Motorsports and Conor Zilich who's battled his way to the victory from Jared Thomas just half a second behind in third who takes uh, in second excuse me who takes third Shea Adam as they come to the line hang on to the final podium position just ahead of Celine Roland, Nate Cicero, the best of our rookies, finishing in the fifth place. And Gretchen Wagner, today's pole sitter, comes home in sixth. Connor Zilich becomes not only the first repeat winner of the 2023 season, he does it in fine form, back wow. to back. And the ironic thing, John, the pole winner of the last race that Connor won was also Gretchen Wagner. Ah, uh, really? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Started, uh, started, uh, down in fifth position and worked his way through had the performance from the BF Goodrich tyres, best of the rookies, Nate Cicero finished in the top five, just ahead of Gresham Wagner who demoted uh, Robert Neuenger so Robert at the end didn't get to get his top five finish but finishes in a, a very decent uh, seventh position and what did I say about Nate Cicero top five and the best of 
the uh, the rookies. So Shea will be doing the arithmetic as I give you the unofficial results. Connor Zilic for Spark Performance ahead of JTR Motorsport second and third. Jared Thomas and Aaron Johnson. Celine Roland, the unlucky driver, just off the podium celebration. Cicero takes the rookies from Smolensky, who ended up in 10th position with Annunziata in uh, in 11th. So Smolensky did get Annunziata for second at the end of the race. An increased championship lead for Conor Zilic in his final race for a few events. That's a great way. $6,000 richer, and he got the fastest lap of the race. Zilic from Thomas, from Johnson, and we do it all again tomorrow. Join Shea Adam and me, John Hindhoff, thanks to our team at the track and in Charlotte in a Mitsu Mazda MX-5 returns on Sunday. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.